Welcome to Spiritual Sisters Collective, raw and real, with me, your host, Lisa Williams. The show where I have raw and real inspirational conversations around spirituality, mental health, well-being, business, and so much more. Do also look out for additional episodes coming to you live on Sundays with meditations, card pulls, and some very special guests doing some storytelling. And I'm so excited that we have also launched Spiritual Sisters Collective Raw and Real Community. So if you're looking for a supportive community of like-minded souls on their spiritual journeys, then look no further. Come and join our Patreon community for just £3, 33 pence per month. The link is in the show notes. I also want to extend my huge amount of gratitude to my beautiful guests, to you gorgeous listeners, and to our sponsor of Raw and Real, the very beautiful Liz Clifton from Take Three For You. Here's what she has to say. Breathe in for one, breathe out for two. Congratulations, you just took three for you. I'm Liz Clifton, founder of Take Three For You and Family Dog Connection, and I'm super excited to be sponsoring this season's Raw and Real podcast. I'm on a mission to empower you and at least three million individuals of any species to create their own clear, calm, connected confidence to choose to be yourself with anyone, anywhere, at any time, starting with just three seconds a day. So if you're looking to get calm, let's connect with so much love, light and gratitude for you exactly as you are now and always. Now let's get on with today's raw and real conversation. We have an amazing guest in the house. Please do introduce yourself. Oh, what a lovely introduction. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. My name's Debbie Crouch and I'm a creative recovery expert, artist and author. And I help people to find themselves through learning how to draw and paint for well-being. And the reason that I know that is because I've been in that position myself. And through learning how much it's benefited me, improved my confidence, changed my life. I've got a passion that I want to share this with everybody else. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Do you know what? Before we touch on everything you've just said, your voice is just... I could just have you in my ear all day. It's just so beautiful and soothing. It's just gorgeous. (laughs) I think you need to record a meditation for the collective, 100%. Just gorgeous voice. So talk to me about the wellness side of things. I know from my experience in terms of the arts as an umbrella, um, dance was very much, I guess you could say, kept me alive in the moments of darkness. It was my go-to to express myself. So at what point did you um did you kind of hit a rock bottom have you always been creative talk to me about kind of the journey that you've been on yeah if I take it back from the beginning I was creative Mm. as a child yeah um and I loved to do things but as many people face it when they have a teacher that turns around to them and says you're no good at art what you're doing that for and just criticizes you you tend to as an adult put it 
to the side because you believe what other people have told you. So um, for many years, I didn't really do anything with without itself. And, that, and that's a real shame. Um, <laughs> I forgot what you asked. <laughs> yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. I do it all the time. Hormones. <laughs> Your yeah, brain goes off. <laughs> yeah, so you were talking about, you know, that a teacher had told you that you couldn't, which infuriates yeah. me because, you know, words are so powerful, uh, you know, especially at those stages of life when you're you're learning and you're exploring who you are as a person. So to be told you're not good enough is just the, what, probably the worst. It's not even teacher, is it? It's the worst thing you can be as a teacher is to say to someone that you're not good enough. Um, so you've what I asked was that you've always been creative then. It's always kind of been in, in you to create, but because obviously this lady has told you, or I, I assume it was a lady, um, yes. that you can't do it, um, <laughs> that you, you, you hid those sort of gifts away. I did, and I think because in my life, I tended to be a people pleaser and put everybody else first. Mm -hmm. I never felt as if I was allowed to have a hobby or to say the things that I wanted to do. So it was only through going through my own mental wellness journey where I hit rock bottom that I started to question that I wanted to do creativity again. So it started off just coloring. Mm -hmm. Just getting some of my uh, daughter's old crayons and pencils and a, a colouring book and just colouring in. And I got so much from it. It just reminded me of how much pleasure I used to get doing this as a child. So and then going into the recovery colleges, they actually had um, a very basic programme that incorporated doing simple drawings, simple doodling, artwork and, and thinking of different things like writing down positive words and and this really started me to think in a in a totally different way um I suddenly felt happy again that I was enjoying doing something that I loved um so I was brave enough to sign up to go do an adult learn to draw and paint for well-being course and um I can remember the first time going in being really scared you know the thought of meeting people uh, being in an environment but the tutor made me feel so calm and relaxed and just learning how to do simple painting and simple drawing and I was very fortunate during that time that I also met my best friend as well um, so it really changed my life far beyond anything that I could have initially thought um, so it, it just learning the basics of how to draw and paint and realize that art is not about copying something you don't have to be like anybody else it's not like you have to be exactly the picture has to be exactly how somebody else has done it it's discovering that you've got your own style and it, it's having the confidence to show that work and to talk about that work with other people and that and that's something that I was able to do over time and I think one of the biggest things for both my friend and I that was on the course is the, the our tutor always used to joke that we should share our picture in the local gallery. And there came an opportunity where they were looking for new artists that wanted to share, to share their work. So we just 
both submitted a piece of work and thought nothing of it and then um, you can't imagine what the shock was when we yeah. both discovered that we'd been accepted to show oh, wow. in the gallery um, and this really gave us confidence to to appreciate that um, we had got something within us uh, so when I started doing creative wellness journey it, it was like it was a Facebook group mm-hmm. and it started off in lockdown and I wanted to create somewhere that was a safe space for, for people to come in chat to each other share their work or look at other people's work and it didn't matter whether anybody engaged in it or whether they just wanted to come along mm-hmm. and have a look and there was I shared things like positive affirmations and simple drawings simple sketching uh my story of how I'd learned to come into art and also things like what date was because if anybody remembers back to when it was lockdown um that that was something that that was really good um and also if I went out for a walk I would take pictures of where I've been for a walk in the countryside because I was aware that there were people out there that either through illness or immobility weren't able to get out and about and I wanted to share that with other people Um, and the surprising thing was that within six months the group had actually grown to over 10,000 followers worldwide. Amazing that's absolutely phenomenal. And yeah it was far beyond anything I could have thought about and made so many different connections and friends during that time and um, you know, people used to send feedback to say how much they enjoyed being in the group and seeing what other people had done and sharing their creativity. And it was only after a friend had suggested, had I thought about setting up a business? Well, of course, my first <laughs> initial <laughs> reaction was me business. I couldn't possibly do that. Um, but through mentoring and support and encouragement, um, I did set up Creative Wellness Journey. And that then became a Facebook group and also a website. Uh, I was lucky enough to secure lottery funding. And with the lottery funding, I set up a tutorial library. And what this was based on is my ethos has always been, I wanted to be able to provide simple art that anyone could do that was available for free, free resources because I realised that anybody that may be wanting to learn something for themselves or have experienced their own well-being journey, how much it can benefit. And the, there are people out there that, that need it in the sense that they haven't got the resources or the funds to be able to pay for, for this. So I wanted to be able to do something that was available for everyone. So... With the, with the lottery funding, I set up simple tutorials that people could follow in their own time. There's There was ebooks and videos, and um, this was really, this is really, really successful and a great, a great way to engage. Uh, and I found that being in the group when I had over 10,000 people, I did become a little lost after time. It was great because people were interacting and sharing their work, but I was still not confident to say who I was or to be visible. So I 
did um, a course uh, to help creatives and how, how they set up and thinking of business. And one of the most valuable things I learned is that I needed to be visible and I needed clarity to say who I was. So it was about coming out of my comfort zone and actually being able to say, my name is Debbie, what I can do, how I can help you. And whether that was going in and doing a post in the group or even going on to do lives, which, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really grateful that I did, I did my first ever live. And for anybody that's ever not done anything like that, all I can say is that if I can do it, I'm sure you can too. Um, so yeah, uh, so the, the, the library, like I said, the library set so that people can go in there and learn art. Um, Oh, that's what I was talking about. Sorry, sparkly moment. My brain goes all it. over the it's place. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to be able to have more clarity as to who I was. So then I decided to rebrand the business as Art for Wellness with Debbie Crouch. Because to me, that said what it was about. Art that supports well-being yeah. and who I am. So, so then um, I sort of rebranded the uh, Facebook group and the website and everything. Um, uh, <laughs> That's okay, take a breath, it's absolutely fine. You're doing absolutely amazing. So you've gone on such an amazing journey and like listening to your story up until this point, what I, I love is that you, you didn't listen full time to that lady who told you initially that you couldn't no. do it and you know that you've you've gone on this incredible journey and I'm so I'm so grateful that you decided to pick up those colorings and those paintbrushes again look what an impact you've made to so many women's lives to be able to do that because for me art like the arts as a whole should be available to everybody and there's so many benefits like you said from wellness like you know that I started to incorporate a a day a week with my daughter who's home educated and we do some painting together and it's a lovely start to the week and it's very mindful sometimes we'll talk sometimes we'll sit in silence sometimes we'll have some beautiful music on in the background and it really sets us up for the week and when I first pitched the idea to her, she was like, I really don't want to do that, mum. I'm not interested. And I was like, just, just let's do it together. It'll be a lovely thing to do. And you've seen some of her work. I'm like, not oh, being biased. Oh, she's fabulous. I think she's, she's fabulous. She's so yeah, good. She is. Um, and one of my uh, missions with her for her home education is that we build up a, a sort of a portfolio of paintings and canvases. And we might auction them at some point. Um, so it'll go towards her further education, you know, when she leaves and it'll just give her that confidence because one of the reasons I took her out of school was through bullying, through anxiety and lack of confidence. Um, so although she might not want to be in the now an artist per se, art will hopefully create her future. So that's, what a fabulous that's, idea. That is yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what it's about. It's, if, if you want to share your art, 
even at first if you want to share it anonymously yeah. it's it's just being able to share it with other people so that it inspires them to have a go um because one of the things I started doing as well is I do like art journaling and art journaling for me it doesn't matter whether you're scribbling you're writing um whether you're coloring in or drawing a picture it it just gives you a chance to think about what you want whether it's thinking of three things at the end of the day that you're grateful for it's about training your mind to think in a different way um so i've actually been very happy and delighted to have written um three different art journals that are available on amazon and the latest one is actually called Scribble and Sketch. And Scribble and Sketch started the idea. I've got two puppets. I've got Scribble the Squirrel <laughs> and Sketch the Hedgehog. And this was to be able to teach that it could be for children, for anybody to get to be involved. Um, so Scribble and Sketch have got their own art journal where they actually go through drawing and, and doodling and various things like that but it's to give it's to give people a chance to just explore being creative uh not necessarily think it's something that they can't do but something that they could have a go at um my daughter a similar story to yours um she was age five and she remembers it till now. And that's why there was anxiety in picking up a paintbrush. She was in, she was, must've been reception age. Yeah, age five. And she was, they were having their free play and she was at the easel <clears throat> and she got a paintbrush and she was splashing colors. And the teacher had grabbed her arm, threw her in the corner and said, <sighs> how very dare you, Bethany, this is, messy you sit there and you think about what you've done so ever since that moment the anxiety around painting she was like I'm not good enough I don't like it makes me feel sick so the fact that the last couple of weeks we've I've had we've sat down and she's actually really enjoyed it you know we've been there for some beautiful hours together but those words were so powerful and I think it just sort of went into her subconscious of all of the things that she's done that I'm not good enough by being told off. And she said, mum, I was sat in the corner and I was right by the door and every, all the teachers and students were coming in and kept whacking oh. my back. And she was five years old. And it's that really- That's awful. Yeah, and that, it's really hurt, stayed that, with her. It, it's, that really um, pulls up my heartstrings. I can't tell you how that, oh, that poor little girl. She, the, nobody should ever be treated like that. Um, I, it reminds me of a story of something that's happened to, to me recently where I went to an art retreat. Mm -hmm. And when I was first learning to paint and draw, if I got my hands dirty, I had to wash them. Everything had to be in, done, done in a certain way. I, I still, I couldn't let go, let's say. Mm -hmm. And when I went on the art retreat, went into a room that was had easels and paints and everything and um the first thing i noticed is that 
the person that was, there, that was leading had got her old clothes on and she says, right, just put your old clothes on, relax. She says, if you haven't got anything, borrow some of mine. So I did do. And then she was doing splashing painting and it Amazing. was going all over the place. <laughs> and, it, and this was like, whoa. And I suddenly felt as if I was... <laughs> 30 years younger. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like I'd gone back to my teenage self. And okay. um, my friend who came with me at the time, uh, I, I said, right, so I, I took my shoes off and so I got bare feet and we put the picture on the floor and was splashing paint all over. And I, I was covered in it. But, you know, the release that I got from that experience, it'll stay with me forever. So thinking about that that young girl splashing that is what art is about that she should have been allowed to do that oh it's so oh my yeah. gosh well we're going to do something yeah. similar to what you did at the retreat so as soon as the weather picks up and we can get outside we're going to get a giant canvas and we're just going to go for it um <gasps> you know and we just and hopefully it will release you know the fact that she can do that and she can explore and nothing has to be what society classes as perfect it's like let's just yeah. and I think uh like life is about playing and I think we should just play and I think we forget that as adults as don't we everything's so yes, like we, we have to do this and and you know we get very serious and I'm like no let's play because I'm I'm just so like I'm such a goofball I like to be silly I like to be fun like <laughs> life's life's too short not to be right and just to just you know and not be worried about what anyone else thinks about what I do how I say how I show up like you know I'm just like, playing I'm playing in this thing that is called life and yeah so yeah we're going to definitely do that it's like, like you said it's so freeing isn't it just to be yeah to I'd, I'd love to see what you what you actually do I hope you take some pictures of it it sounds absolutely amazing <laughs> probably a little bit more excited than her at the moment but hopefully she'll come around to the idea you never know it might even be in an art gallery could be worth millions who knows right <laughs> who knows so what is next for for yourself and your amazing community like what's what does the future hold the future for me I do have a dream yeah. and I would really love to be able to have a piece of land which um, I have a house that I live on, but I've also, more importantly, <laughs> got my own studio, home gallery, come coffee shop, so that I've got my own space to be able to share it with other people and uh, deliver classes. Um, people come in to just have a look and browse. And that is, that is my ideal dream that I would like to do. Uh, for now... I'm just going out into the community and I'm going to do community art um, as well as the online online art as well. Um, but I do think it's important that you have to have a dream and a vision of where you want to be. And, and it, that's what keeps you going. Uh, it, it's, and it's not from a monetary point of view, it's from a heartfelt point of view, what you feel inside. If you know what you're what you're doing is making a difference to other people's lives, that is uh, priceless. Yeah, it really is. Oh, <laughs> I love that dream. Very similar to mine, actually, because sort of my plan in the next sort of five 
to 10 years five would be great um <laughs> is to live near the coast so I really love being by the sea like that my heart is just like calling I'm like Moana I don't know if you've seen the film Moana where the sea no. calls to her. <laughs> yeah or the sea calls to her so I, or like little mermaid I'm like I need to be in the sea oh. I'm by the sea um but funny enough because I love painting and I love painting for me you know not necessarily for business or to have someone you know judge my art I just love the, the, the mindfulness of it and I can see like a gorgeous conservatory with the sea in the background and just painting in the morning making some fresh bread having some chickens it's all good yeah, that's so fantastic <laughs> that's exactly what I'd like to do and I'd love to hold some kind of like what I do online now with Spiritual Sisters Collective. I hold host moon circles and things like that. So I'd love to hold space for women to come, you know, and be, oh, and be yes. held and howl to the moon and dance around campfires. Well, I'll definitely be, be there. Yeah, well, I'll be, I'll be at yours. So I'll come to yours for the weekend and then you can come to mine. Sounds perfect. Absolutely. Sounds absolutely perfect. Do you know what? You are just the most beautiful, beautiful soul. And I'm so blessed that our paths cross. I can't wait to see that you have your coffee shop and your gallery and it will all just be beautiful, I'm sure. And um, thank you so much for being an amazing guest and sharing oh, your love, light and art with the world. Thank you. Every time I connect with you, you just give me this warm, fuzzy feeling inside and it make me want to cry. <laughs> you can cry. I think this should be called the therapy podcast. I would, <laughs> maybe I should charge people. <laughs> <laughs> no but oh. you are you are you're, you're such a, a special person and I don't honestly think that you realize how good you are because you just radiate warmth and love and um I, I'm just so glad that we've connected and I just wish I'd known you longer <laughs> yeah well we know each other now we're yeah. friends now <laughs> so let's see where this friendship takes us thank you so much and I'll speak to you soon. Much Thank love. you. Take care. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Raw and Real. And to find out more about what I do at Spiritual Sisters Collective, you can visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Spiritual Sisters Collective or come and find out the gorgeous offerings that we have at the moment at spiritualsisterscollective.vipmembervault.com. And if you enter the code LOVE24, you will have a very magical offering. Until next time, look after yourselves. Take care.